Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussion on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime. We are currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, The New Powerpuff Girls, and Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and Ruby, among others. I'm Justin Cummings, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hello. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the return of the Feedback Podcast. Today, we are giving feedback on the recent Steven Universe episode, Gem Harvest. Almost said Gem Hunt, but no, we're talking <laughs> about Gem Harvest. Today, um, a few days ago, there was the original podcast for Gem Harvest, where Sam, Michelle, and Dylan broke down the episode, talked all about it. You can listen to that. This podcast, all our podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com or by searching Overly Animated on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher, including Stitcher, which is my new favorite. Oh my god. The Stitcher saga will never die. I, I would like to give a disclaimer. I want to give a disclaimer, everybody. I'm home for Thanksgiving break, and long-time listeners know my house Wi-Fi sucks. Uh, I left my good microphone at school, so I'm on my old microphone, and just got a new recorder, so if there is... Any issue with our quality, I assure you this is a temporary issue for this episode. Please don't hate us. We love you, and just please bear with any discrepancies you might hear tonight, or this morning, or whenever it is you're listening. Michelle, hi. Hi. <laughs> so, you gave your feedback on, or you gave your thoughts, rather, on the first podcast we did on this episode. Can you give us just a quick summation of your thoughts on this episode, now that you've had a while to digest yeah, sure. I mean, um, my impression of the episode was it wasn't like, I think we, like, both you and I kind of assumed that because it was a two-parter that something really big was going to happen, at least in the second half of the episodes, but that wasn't really the case. I mean, it was a pretty chill episode, all things considered. Um I, I mean, it definitely, I mean, yeah, I don't want to get into any, like, political stuff, but, like, it, it definitely left, left, like, a taste in people's mouths, for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel pretty okay with it. I feel like the, the tone and the message that the episode was going for was good, and I'm glad that they went that way. And I don't really have any problems with it, but I, I feel like maybe some people would disagree with that. Yeah, my, my thoughts are... They probably planned this as the Thanksgiving special, which, I mean, you can tell by the look of it. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. Which, it's kind of becoming a Cartoon Network thing now to do Thanksgiving specials. Our regular show kind of started that trend. But I, I think when they wrote this, had I'm sure when they wrote this episode, all those jokes seemed, like, really well planted. Like, they, they made sense. They yeah. were funny. And I'm sure that even the Crooniverse, as they're sitting there kind of watching the past couple of weeks, they're like, oh, this is not I was wondering timing. that, too. Yeah, like, oh, jeez, everyone's going to react so badly to this episode now. It's like, no. Yeah, there's just, no way they could have known. It's like, we just wanted to make more jokes about them not about them being actual aliens, like the Pearl Driver license joke. This is not what we had in mind. We're sorry. Yeah. But, um, I mean, definitely there was a, an agenda there, I'm sure, but it's kind of heightened by the past few weeks, I feel. I feel exactly. like... Had this episode aired in any other context, it would have not gotten any backlash at all. Probably not. It probably would have been really well received. Yeah, but like you said, um, uh, we expected something big because it was a half-hour special. And to quote the Chowder series finale, anything can happen in one of these half-hour specials. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, it was very chill, though. It was definitely, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was yeah, one of the I funniest episodes we've gotten in a long time. I thought the um, 
I heard Dylan was not a big fan of the um the table corn scene with No, the, I uh, love the table. That was, that was brilliant. So great. There were some there were some really good one-liners in that segment. The corn would really hate the table. Oh, this lapis so... was just brilliant, just the whole thing and Pearls has everybody been thanked? Raise your hand if you got yeah, thanked. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, like that's such so the mom thing to do. Like everyone share yes, your feelings seriously. now. Like Oh my god. Like that the uh, the beginning scene with uh, Steven I'm on a tractor and the celebrations. I literally sat there rewinding and replaying the celebration scene like forty times. We're all gonna it marry was- each <laughs> other. Ta-da. I can't believe they got like a tombstone with his name on it for him as a sign of goodwill. Like this is pretty amazing. Sorry for your marriage. <laughs> How about we got a little giving being born and dying? We tried to cover all the human celebrations. Absolutely. Pearl's inflection on that line was just so perfect. With the being born and dying, it was just, it, it's so satisfying to listen to. It truly is. But we, the, the highlight of this episode is, of course, Pumpkin. Our sweet, adorable what? angel who I can do no wrong. Pumpkin's okay. But he's perfect in every perfect. way. He I mean, is he's a pumpkin. A lot to live up to. So I guess you could say that going from the watermelon dog to the pumpkin dog is a changing of the gourd. What? That's changing of the That's gourd instead of changing of the guard. Gourd, get oh, it? Oh my god. Because a pumpkin no, is a it. gourd. No. I thought it was funny. I'm sure you did. <laughs> But sure we're not did. we're not here for pumpkin jokes, ladies and gentlemen. We're here no, because no. you gave us feedback, albeit very minimal feedback, and apparently Dylan said not political feedback. And yes, so we got like that. two things. <laughs> so we may have shot ourselves in the foot. I mean I get Dylan's trying to avoid politics for the feedback. Yeah. But I, I now have I nothing to work with. <laughs> so we're this is gonna be a rather short episode. Um I don't even know where to start. Let's get into it with the overly animated website where you can leave comments in the comment section. Um, our patron, uh, Garfield, a.k.a. John, left us the wonderful message, surprised the corn didn't hear Peridot. It's all ears. Oh, I remember actually seeing that comment, and I was like, oh my god, Dustin's found a soulmate. <laughs> and as Alex kindly pointed out, that was the corniest joke they could have made. Well, seriously, <laughs> you're in good company, man. Daniel Crowder was all over the uh, comments section talking about how great Peridot was, how the hu- the gem celebrating all the human holidays was great. No, they left out birthdays because I think they all kind of want to forget that one happened. Oh my god, that's probably true. That's probably why they didn't. It's like birthdays it. don't Too go sad. well in that barn. <laughs> I didn't do this, Stephen. Why are you lying? And um, also talking about Steven seeing Greg's side of the family and Pearl's relationship with uh, Greg Yeah, now. it really has to yeah. stop him. She's, like, proud of him sort of now in oh, relation Greg's to the rest of his family. One. Yeah. I and noticed then, that. And then uh, uh, frequent commenter Steve talked about uh, in this episode, we got to see how Pearl and Lapis have grown. First, Pearl saying, our Greg is the superior Greg, and Lapis just getting along with everyone in general. As far as he's concerned, Lapis is part of the team. She's definitely a crystal gem now. Said, I wonder if Andy's yeah. going to stay with Lapis and Peridot when he visits. If so, are they going to get him hooked on Camp Pining Hearts? 
Oh, I feel like that's definitely possible. I don't think anyone's safe from getting hooked in that show. It seems to have a lot of mass appeal. And I, I feel like we're going to get a scene where Andy's like, I can't believe those two didn't end up together. Clearly yeah, they're a perfect seriously. couple. They're American. Or something like that. And Parrot's like, I know, right? Look at my diagram of all the ships. You could totally happen. Uh, he continued on, Uncle Andy's not so bad. Have you seen Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks? Now that is a character that is much worse. If we if we wanted to have a worst uncle competition in cartoons, <laughs> I'm sure we could find it worse than Uncle Andy. Who's technically, I believe, a first cousin once removed. Would oh, is he? Well, I mean, he talked to... Uh, Steven made that comment. I don't... Yeah, Are I don't my first cousin that, once removed? I would like to think that he is. Um... And then finally he said, I want Uncle Andy and the rest of the family to meet the Mahesharans. I think he'd like the Mahesharans. They're very chill, normal, and like respectable people as far as he's concerned. So he'd probably love that. I want Stephen to get love advice on dating Connie from Uncle Andy. Ew, why no? I want... He'd be so old-timey. I want... Here's what I want. I want... Connie to be to I want Steven to say hey Connie you want to hang out and Connie goes sure it's a date not meaning anything by it Steven freak out go to Uncle Andy for advice he shows up like tux bow tie flowers chocolate (laughs) and Connie's just there in sweatpants like dude I thought we were playing video games yeah yeah That, that that is the best way to use Uncle Andy going forward like that is what we need Uncle Andy will be king of the D plus I I just want uh I just want, like, a montage of, like, Uncle Andy training Steven for a first date. I, I feel there's potential for comedy gold. Opening doors for her. Throwing the jacket down. Heels. Yeah. And I don't see this as, like, a, a normal training montage. It's just, like, over the top. Like, they have, like, a whole line of restaurant tabs lined up, and Steven's like, boom, 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 like, going oh, down the line, like, God. all the restaurant tabs. Like, jacket over puddle, jacket over puddle. Hold the door yeah, like a gauntlet. <laughs> He's got to have like a gauntlet of sh- the gauntlet of chivalry to get Ew, through. This is awful. The chivalry gauntlet. He'll have I to learn. Like Connie would be like so not into that though. Steven, your final challenge: how to hold two sets of doors. Done. Oh As a guy who was grown up being told chivalry must not be dead, you must keep it alive, or you're a horrible male. Yeah. That's not easy to do, because you got to open the one door, but then you got to, like, push past and get to the second door, but how do you do that without being rude? He can just stretch his arms out, so it'd be easy for him. And Uncle Andy would be impressed. I want to see... Yeah, he would. The more we he talk about this, the more this things. sounds like a fun sequence of events. Oh, my God. So you're not disagreeing? Uh, uh, no comment. No comment. And finally, <laughs> no comment. there was a request for more drunk podcasts, which... They'll happen eventually. I know that I will be sober for those yeah. because I'm a little boy. They're actually harder to coordinate than, yeah. One day, one day it'll happen. I'll just drink like th- I'll just drink like two monsters and a Mountain Dew before we start. And oh, that would be, be such an interesting contrast because everybody else would be like really sleepy and you'll be like super awake. Especially if we talk about B movie because when I get excited, my voice gets high and I've been told it sounds like Jerry Seinfeld already. So if y'all are, like, half-conscious and I'm sitting here, but guys, the B-movie and the bees and the honey and the ah! You seen the B-movie? I love the B-movie. Okay. According to <laughs> like, that's not lo- what really happens in the movie. Yes, I mean, it is, because the bees need honey and the people are stealing the honey from the bees. 
Or, oh my god, the movie is so much. I love it, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to YouTube next. You can also leave comments on our YouTube. Um, first off, Ella says hi. We said hi back. And they said, OMG, you replied. And I want to take this opportunity to tell everyone we will probably reply or at least acknowledge it or talk about it. We love people. We're a relatively small podcast. We're not, we're not rooster teeth. Teeth. We're not screen junkies. We can answer everybody. So don't don't be scared of us. We're nice people. Talk to us. We love talking back. Would you agree, Michelle? Sure. Some of us more than others, I guess. I but talk yes. back. You talk back. To. Sam is a quiet person at times, but mo- most of us are happy to say hi back. Especially the official account will say hi back. So yeah. yeah. So just say hi to us. We're nice people. I promise. Uh, I want to say this is. Davidson HDW says everyone has that conservative uncle who shows up for Thanksgiving. It's the law. And I have to agree with that. Yeah, I have to agree with that too. I, I feel like it's the trope that we hadn't seen yet and we kind of had to see it and now that we've seen it we don't need to see it again. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I kind of hope we don't see it again, but who knows. And then finally from John Dark 66 we wish you a happy gem, gem givings. Have a piece of pumpkin puppers on me. Which, hashtag Pumpkin Puppers oh, is wow. my new favorite line of all time. Does that mean it would be dead if we were eating we it for Thanksgiving? can't kill pumpkin. We, I don't know. Will we, grow, will we grow more of them? Can we have an art? Can we just raise a kennel of pumpkin puppies? Then again, Steven totally ate the baby melon after he got murdered, so maybe they would not care about eating the pumpkin dog. I feel like Lapis and Peridot would care. Yeah, they, oh, they, oh, yeah, they would be so mad. I feel like even Amethyst would care. Does Amethyst seem to really take to the little guy? Yeah, she's like bonded with him. When she and turned she into the little bumpkin. Yeah. Our next, uh, moving on, all that we have left now is two emails I got personally. Um, first nice. one comes from a new comment there, I believe, Joseph, who says, Hey, Justin Delaney and whoever else is there. That's you, Michelle. I don't oh, <laughs> so I'm whoever else. Wow, Welcome nice. Welcome to being whoever else. I don't understand why Andy didn't say a word when Steven summoned his shield, Amethyst shape shifted, or why there was a sentient pumpkin. Which, yeah, it's like he freaked out about, like, hippies and his plane, but not, you know, the, the pumpkin was talking. I mean, he gave the little comment of your little freak of nature, but he, he seemed rather chill with the pumpkin dog. He did. Maybe for him, he only reacts to very specific things he's uncomfortable with. And then things are, like, really outlandish. He doesn't even have, like, a grasp on. So it's not as much of an issue for him. Can we talk about how great the scene where he's like, I know what you are. The weird machines. The the strange uh, appearance. The gems. Yeah. You're hippies. Oh that was God. that was beautiful. That was just a great... That was, the delivery on that was great. Uh, do you happen to know the actor for Uncle Andy? I don't, but we can find out. We... Now, using the wonderful Google, yeah. are going yeah, to find Google. out um, who played Uncle Andy. This is one of our famous live segments that Michelle and I like to do here, uh, uh, randomly Googling things that uh, we should have known beforehand if we were more prepared. Uh, let's see. Okay, while well, I am looking this up. Oh, Dave Willis is the voice actor. Dave Willis. Whoever Dave what? Willis is, is the guy. While I'm looking up Dave Willis on IMDb... Seems like a normal guy. I mean, I wonder what else he's done. Um, so does way he into, remind like, you... Did Uncle Andy remind you at all of um, Marty 
Like, did he look like Marty to anyone else? I mean, only his hair, I, I guess. I know, but when he took the hair off, I'm like, Marty? Because, I mean, think about it. If, like, if Marty and... That would explain why Marty hung out with Greg and why Greg what left with Marty if he was, like, his second cousin or something. I think that's too much of a coincidence, though. I want it to be true. This show has, <laughs> this show has made points from lower before. So, oh my goodness. It's Meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, okay. And our neighbor Carl. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. That actually, yeah, you know, actually, now that I think about Carl, yeah, that's, okay, that actually, you know what, that just seals the deal. That is definitely who that is. Okay. Oh, he's actually that, done a bunch of stuff. Okay, good yeah, for this guy. Get, go, go Dave Willis. <laughs> yeah, go Dave. Good for you. Wow. So, definitely, yeah. And then there was uh, another thing from Joseph that made me happen, made me very happy, and I just had to read this. Also, Dylan is mean to you, Justin, but you are amazing. Stay determined. That wow, made, that's yeah. kind of a, that's a, sort of a self-plug also, since you're, like, reading it out now. I just read what I'm given to work with. He told oh, Dylan said, okay. Justin, read the feedback. I got the feedback. I'm reading it. If it said Dylan's the best, I would read it just much more reluctantly. <laughs> I just like to point out, this is, like, the fourth time that we have had a, a person say that I'm the best. I feel like our wow. younger audience likes me the most okay. just because I'm basically a child. Yeah, it's because they'd be more relatable <laughs> to the youth demographic. The, the, youth, the youth of tomorrow <laughs> love me. Because I am a small child, basically. And our, our final email, we gotta, we gotta stretch this podcast out. We gotta think of a segment. We're almost do. at 20 minutes. We're doing pretty okay. I, I wanna hit almost 30. I, I what? Like no. I'd like to get close to 30. <laughs> at least no, 25. No, I have one email left. No, I guess with 10 minutes on We this. can do this. I will read we don't the patron slowly. Our, our final email is from our patron, John, a.k.a. Garfield. And this, we kind of get a little political, not much. Uh, of course, we're only nine days removed. This was when we got this email. We're way late on doing this episode. Uh, we're nine days removed from the end of a contentious and at times dark election cycle, but it still has a great message about bridging the divide, a lesson we could all learn. Andy has to know about the gem side. And Greg and Steven have to learn more about Andy, who is alone after his family split different ways. Especially now, though clearly, again, they didn't know this would be airing after how the election turned out. It's a good message. Wish Andy had a little bit more build-up like Bismuth had, but otherwise, a decent episode. Hashtag, make Beach City great again, Dewey 2020. I, I'll vote for Mayor Dewey. I mean, he's the only one in the running as far as we know, so... Pearl Probably for mayor. <gasps> no, if it's between Pearl and Dewey, like, Pearl would be so amazing. Mayor she would revolutionize. Pearl. Yeah. Mayor Pearl. Head on, a, on a van. That'd be so, so, cool. so here's our segment that we're going to do for this last few minutes. We're going we're gonna to predict the campaign between Mayor Dewey and Pearl for mayor of Beach City. God. So, the campaign. So who is Steven managing? Is he campaign manager for Mayor Dewey? Or is he campaign manager for Pearl? Because he has ties to both. Uh, he has way more ties to Pearl than to ah, Dewey. Ah, but he's already worked with Mayor Dewey in the past. He works with Pearl every time they go on missions, though. But political favors. Uh, he's an O of Dewey any political favors. He saved him from getting killed by a mob. Like, his debt has been repaid. True. If he ever had one, yeah. 
True. Then who would who would be maybe maybe Buck Dewey could be his campaign manager? Yeah, Buck could actually do a good job if he like cared enough, which I don't know if he would. Would uh I'm trying to think who would be the way I see this going is that Amethyst becomes Pearl's campaign bus. Transplant <laughs> trans uh shape shifting into the Pearl bus with Pearl's head on top. Just going in the most obnoxious amethyst voice possible. Mayor oh, yeah. Pearl. Amethyst herself, yeah. I, I would enjoy that. I I anticipate a car crash at some point between the two campaign vehicles. And how do you think the city would actually vote? Would they vote for the alien? Or would they vote for their incumbent mayor? I feel like they would vote for Mayor Dewey because Pearl would do too good a job solving all the actual problems, and it would be, like, overwhelming for them, so they'd stick to what they already know out of fear of change. So they'd vote for Dewey. And Pearl would be like, they don't know what they want, the fools! But then she'd get over it. And then uh, Amethyst would be like, you can be mayor of the temple. Yeah! And everyone would be happy, and then a little star would close on Pearl wearing a little hat, and it'd be great. There we go. We've already concocted two new episodes in the span of this podcast. That's pretty so, good work. <laughs> the real question is, why are we not on the writing staff? Because <laughs> we've been doing stellar work for the past 20 minutes. Yeah, seriously. We should write them a letter. We, we should. Start a petition, y'all. We need to get this going. Let's use my fan base. At least so, five signatures before we send out the petition. Hey, hey. <laughs> Ten. Double digits. Come on. Be professional. No, oh, I think five might be more realistic, though. I am optimistic as always. Yes, you are. So, apparently, Steven Universe will return December 1st, I've heard, with Three Gems mm-hmm. and a Baby. Yeah, that'll be uh, exciting. The song, I believe, we heard at NYCC, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I have not listened to it. And there is a post going around, please do not believe it, anyone saying that this will be the series finale. It's not what? the series finale. The show has been oh, renewed for another what the season. Heck? Yeah. Some, yeah, some groups like, yeah, there's no new episodes listed right after that, so it's probably the series finale because they haven't given any more episode titles. It's not the finale. We have like 40 more episodes ordered, so don't freak out. Not the finale. Just another new episode, December 1st. So see you all then for an episode discussion and then feedback right after that. Um, coming up podcast, uh, Ruby, I think Star is back, Powerpuff Girls, all that jazz next week. Um, I guess we'll do a roundtable for Thanksgiving, or we might just take the week off. I don't know yet. I'll let I don't you know guys yet. know. Yeah, we'll find out. Dylan hasn't told us, so we don't know. Um, I know I missed this week's Total Drama Review. There will be two, it'll be like a combo going up tomorrow of episode eight and nine of Total Drama Action. Sorry about that, guys. It was a very hectic week. And yeah, that's all I have to plug. Michelle, do you have anything to plug? Nope. Well, in that that's case, it. in that case, as always, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, leave us iTunes reviews if you enjoyed the show. Those help more people find us, and you know you want more people listening, so you can have more friends to talk to about this. Um, if you want to support us financially, you can do that by going to Patreon.com/OverlyAnimated. Uh, it is a great way to contribute. There's all kinds of rewards. You can get your name read on every podcast, plus your patron-exclusive nickname. Thank you so much to our current patrons, uh, Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, Jade, John, Phonician, Victoria, and Katrin, a.k.a. Fever, Mitch, Cordell, University, Beatrix, Strange, Nathan, Fillion, Buzz Lightyear, Mailman, Rachel Rose, Johnny, Robert, Brian, Cookie, Cat, Neil, Diamond Day, Jewel, Garfield, Fusion, Skylark, and Patron, Katrin. 
So that's everyone. We're good. Sorry, everyone. This is such a short episode of possible terrible quality. We will be back to our normal selves soon. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy Thanksgiving if you're in America. Enjoy the last week of November if you are not in America. Anyone else? Just enjoy whatever candy-giving-out holiday is coming up next for you. And we will see you all guys next time. Bye. Bye.